was just curious as a as a defensive coordinator, how much do you enjoy kind of the the chess game of trying to outsmart the other offensive coordinator on the other side? Because obviously, you know, you guys are changing things up week to week, and I'm sure that's hard to prepare for. But how, how much do you enjoy that aspect of being a play caller? Uh, I, I enjoy the competitive part of it. I don't know about outsmart. I mean, if that was the case, I would lose every time. These guys, <laughs> <laughs> these guys, are a lot smarter than me. I'm just, you know. Um, I enjoy the competitive nature of the job, um, trying to prepare and, you know, compete against another team. I mean, again, there's only 32 of these teams, so you're dealing with some real elite people in the, those positions. But the most, the thing I enjoy the most of my job, though, is figuring out ways to, you know, um, to really put our players in the best position, you know, to really try to, you know, to highlight their talents and what they do well. So that's the thing I enjoy the most, that and the relationships you build with the players. But it all comes back to our guys, the players, because again, it's not me outwitting anybody. It's, it's our guys outplaying the other team, and obviously we got ways to go with that. We got to do a better job, but I mean, it has very. If anything, I could screw it up um, as opposed to having anything to do with it being successful. And and then uh, what has uh, Tate Crowder shown you to, that that you've been confident enough to put him on the field like you did last week? I mean, just you know, any young player you have, and just how we see our process here as we work through it with the players, everything's a process, you know? And he, I mean, the thing that shows up first for me is, you know, his diligence in terms of, you know, his work ethic off the field, you know, like he was here, I go to get breakfast every time. And he was here when I was here this uh, was yesterday or, to, or yesterday morning. I'm sitting there like, what in the world are you doing here? <laughs> you I know, but that. like you start seeing stuff like that. That, mean, that means he's dialed in, locked in, trying to get his body right, getting his mind right to, uh, to practice. So, I mean, and I think the thing that shows up with him, he's instinctual, um, good football player, comes from a good background in football, and he's just been really working hard. So, but you know, he's a rookie; he doesn't know any, he doesn't know what he doesn't know, but he's trying his best to to improve every day. How, how early was breakfast, if you don't mind me asking? Nah, I can't <laughs> tell you that. I don't know. I don't want to say anything. <laughs> <It'd be> like, <laughs> it's always early. We're football coaches. <laughs> Fair enough. Thank mm -hmm. you. I know last week you had said in talking about the, the secondary and some of the younger guys that it wasn't a matter of them not trusting you, but it was almost like once they could actually see what you were trying to do defensively, uh, it would almost click for them. It was almost, you know, it would almost be like, okay, now we get it. Mm -hmm. Did you give them a blueprint to see how, you, you know, how to get it? And do you, are we, am I much into that? I mean, here is the bottom line. Last, like, really just moving forward with Dallas, but like last week we didn't win. We didn't do enough to win. So, I mean, as a, that to me, that's not the best blueprint thing. You know, like, I mean, I think in terms of them understanding exactly what I want to get done, it comes back to me and trying to get that thing, um, trying to explain it better. I think I talked about that last week, and I really took a look back at myself and just evaluated the first three weeks and said, how can I teach this better? You know, no different than from last week. I'm trying to figure out how to teach it better this week, how to get the information to them. I think, as always, if they have some success and, you know, it's something that you told them or you kind of point them in the right direction, it builds trust naturally. And I'm, I'm looking for uh, – um, is that something? Okay. Uh, uh, and I'm just looking to try to build that naturally with those guys. But, um, I, I mean, I don't know if there's a blueprint. Every week's so different. You know, Dallas, we're dealing with – Again, another top-notch offense. I mean, they scored 10 billion points a game, I think, or something like that, um, and about uh, 30 billion yards a game. So, I mean, like, we got a challenge right there. And then they got great players, you know, from, 
from the O-line to the skilled players and then starting with the quarterback and then the coordinator. I mean, you know, this guy's calling it at a high level. Um, and then you talk top of that, you got Coach McCarthy, who, in my opinion, is one of the best offensive minds in the league uh, for my, my time here in uh, the NFL. And I got a lot of respect for him. So we have a daunting task in front of us. Um, uh, the blueprint, I mean, whatever blueprint we had the last three weeks, that, that's, we got to have a different blueprint right now. And, you know, I'm, we're going to go out there and practice today. I'm going to try to convey, convey to the guys what we need to do and what we need to take away from them and, what we, and then highlight what we do well and see how it goes on Sunday. So I'm not dismissing the question. It's just, I mean, blueprint, I mean, until we get, we, we, got, we got to get a win. <laughs> so and, and, but right now we're going to start with trying to win today. <laughs> Lombardo. Just as a quick follow-up. Hey, how's it going? Yep. Oh, sorry. Oh. Art, you had something? Go ahead. Yeah, I just want to know, you mentioned McCarthy as a quick follow-up. I'm just curious. You spent one year with him. Do you do you need to be careful about some of the things because of his familiarity with you? You know him. I, mean, I know he's only from a position perspective, but. Each team is different. Each year is different. No, I mean. I mean, I, I got a lot of respect for him. He knows, like, he knows my personality, and he, his, he's going to watch the tape just like we're going to watch the tape. So I don't think you have to be careful or anything like that. You got to be careful because of those players over there, yes. <laughs> you got to be very careful, yes. That could end up being any, any one play. It could be a touchdown with those guys, so. Thanks, Pat. No problem. Matt? Hey, Pat, how's it going, man? Good, good, good. Now you're frozen. This is cool. This is Again? This happened yesterday. <laughs> you know, speaking of getting there early, Logan Ryan was saying that, you know, him and Daniel Jones are the first two in the building every day. Mm -hmm. um, just what has Logan brought to you guys in terms of leadership, and what do you expect from him for his role moving forward from here? The thing that stands out to me about Logan, and I've always loved this about Logan, he is a very consistent player. He's very consistent attitude and approach to the game. I mean, his, he's there early. He's working hard. He asks the right questions. He's going to ask the questions that maybe somebody else didn't want to ask. And he's been like that the whole time I've known him, from the days in New England to now. He makes you a better coach because he asks the right questions, wants to know about the situations. Um, and sometimes he makes you think about it, and you're like, you know what, I might have forgotten that, and I need to hit that point. Again, again, it's our responsibility to be on top of everything, but it's those unique players that make you good as a coach. He makes you better as a coach because of his insight. And then you can see the leadership skills with the players. They, they gravitate to him. Not only I get the champ, I get the championships, I got that. But you know, Logan's a day-to-day -day guy. I mean, you have I can't speak for him, but that's how he appears to me. He's a day-to-day -day guy. He carries himself like that every day. I haven't seen him not carry himself like that. Even when he was a rookie or second-year player, he carried himself like that. So it's, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I mean, if he makes you better as a coach, how much better does he make the players around him? Because, I mean, you guys are pretty young in the secondary. Mm -hmm. Is he a guy that you can kind of lean on in terms of, you know, helping to translate the scheme to these guys in meetings and then taking that on the field? I, I would think so. I mean, again, you have to ask those guys, but I would think so. I mean, this guy has a wealth of knowledge, and he's been in big games. He's been in the system before. Uh, he's been in multiple systems, but I think it's his playing experience. You know, like, I, here I am. I'm a coach. I got a remote in my hand. I got a whistle out there on the field. Actually, I got to get my whistle. I forgot it. But um, I got a whistle out there on the field. But the guys that played, the guys that are playing, those are the guys that provide the insight for the players. 
just like as a coach, I mean, I learned a lot from Bill. I learned a lot from McCarthy, Brian Flores, from Ben Mack. I learned a lot from those guys. But the most I've learned in this league have been from former players like Pepper Johnson, Carl Banks, Gerard Mayo um, when I was at New England, uh, Vince Wilfork. I learned a ton. Like I've, it's the guys that play that teach you the game and how to convey it to the players. And, I mean, I'll be remiss to think that, like, my knowledge, whatever knowledge I have right now, I would say probably over uh, uh, over 50% of it is because of players or former players and learn how to learn how to maneuver through this NFL this uh, this this game. So of course he provides some insight. We, we got time for two more, Duggan and Jordan. Duggan. Hey Pat, I mean obviously Jason and Mark are both familiar with uh, the personnel on the other team as you can be. Mm-hmm. Uh, how much are they able to help you this week? A ton. <laughs> I mean I mean, that's the, that's the simple answer to it. I mean, because, again, we go back to what we talk about. It's a people game. So, okay, the X's and O's, okay, Bob, everybody's got that, right? Everybody can look at the tape. Okay, so-and-so's blocking this guy. So-and-so's doing this. He passes to this guy. Okay, it's about the people. What affects this receiver? You got some insight there? That's what, that's what I'm more interested in. What affects this receiver? What affects this offensive lineman? Like, what, what are his weaknesses? Mentally, what's his makeup? Can he handle – you know, if we blah, 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 put three guys to, over top of them and then spin them out of there or something like that. Or if we press right here, is that going to affect them? You know, those are the questions I want to get answers to. And they have the insight. They have the, you know, like the, it's a people game, a people, uh, and, they, and they know the people intimately. So we were able to get some information right there. But then the, the film's the film. You go off the film, but those are some of the things I'm interested in. Thanks, Pat. Yep. Last one here, George. To sort of build off that, Pat, mm-hmm. uh, Jason Garrett's fingerprints are obviously all over that offense, right? So mm-hmm. how similar is their offense to what you guys are running and what you guys were facing in practice every day? You, you definitely see some of the similarities. I, I would say, you know, again, you know, when they get to their big people, like, you know, some of the run game from that, you know, again, they've been mostly 11 personnel this whole season because of, of being behind a little bit. But when they get to their big people, you can see some similarities there. Some of the passing game shows up pretty similar, like, you know, stuff we've seen. Now, again, you know, it's the NFL, so guys have, you know, you know, I mean, how many ways, different ways can you run D slant? I don't know. I mean, everybody runs it. But there's some patterns that show up in terms of, okay, um, you know, whether it's, you know, like something they like to do on PN10, you know, first play of the possession. There's some com- uh, common threads there that you see. So it's, it's, it's interesting to see. And you're able to go back with the players and say, hey, remember this route from training camp? Here it is, you know. So it, it helps out right there.